and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can go to our Patreon page, and that will allow you to uh, join us on Discord as we record on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, hey, as Jared had suggested last week, I threw together a misinformation quiz. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a few examples and you try and pick the one that's, you know, not made up or the one that is true, I guess. Yeah. but Wait, well, the, you uh, have to determine, is it like... Two made up and one true, or two true and one made up? I think it's three made up and one true. Ooh. How many How many questions? Oh, I've just got one. I didn't have that much time, man. <laughs> Boo. What the hell, man? <laughs> I, it's, it'll be complicated enough. It's not like you have a job and other podcasts to run or anything like that. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Uh, but first, I did want to follow up on uh, Rebecca Jones, the woman in Florida that we had so much consternation about uh, we last did. week. We did. I feel terrible about that. I almost never click on the articles on here, and I was just drawn to that one, and I was like, wait a minute. Suspicious. Ooh, well, <laughs> what happened? I don't know, because I never click on anything on this channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, last week we talked about it a lot. No, 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 yeah, but th there's yeah. something new. Right. Well, there's there's not a whole lot new. I just wanted to we didn't I couldn't remember when we were talking about it where the original story was posted from. We had questioned about, well, who posted the original? Where did all the original information come from? And as it turns out, it was an article on NPR. Oh. Now, most of the information that was in there was actually quoted from her. Hmm. So, it's a lot of taking her opinion as fact. However, there were some things that uh, were, were just stated fairly well. So I do think at this point that a lot of the story that she told is very true. Is it 100%? You know, I can't, I can't really say. There's not a whole lot of facts to, you know, substantiate what she's saying. But it definitely seems like she was kind of singled out because she wouldn't play along. So, so wait, she's back to being a hero? I don't think I would go that far. She was back to being a civilian who was trying to do her job and was thwarted? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think that's about where I would, would leave it, yeah. So in any case, NPR, I think, is a fairly reliable source of information. So, um, but, but again, most of the information that was in there was from her directly. So not a whole lot of background information, so... Yes, the liberal propaganda site NPR. Yes, I'm <laughs> George Furrows funded. Thanks for pointing that out, Grinch. Uh, so, if you want to check the story out again, I'll put the link back up on this week's uh, on this week's show. Moving onward to some different uh, news in what I have labeled religious nonsense, I had to mention Cardinal McCarrick, who has been charged with sexually assaulting a teen. Um, now, there have been several uh, accusations made, but this was specifically in 1974, a teenage boy assaulted during a wedding reception. Good Lord. I, I don't know how you pick your, your time to, you know, assault a teenager, but that just seems even more odd to me. But Well, I'm just going to go with opportunity. 
Yeah, probably. When the urge hits you, right? You know, mm. doesn't matter where you are. There's all that love going on. He just wanted to participate. You. Yeah. God works <sighs> in mysterious ways. So he, but he was a known. He'd been accused. We'd brought him up before. I thought this was just a, a, yes. a, a charge. Okay. Now he's actually been charged. Right. Good. And his dismissiveness of it was just really awful. Um, apparently, well, according to the the person accusing him, McCarrick told him to say three Our Fathers and a Hail Mary, or was it one Our Father and three Hail Marys, so God can redeem you of your sins. So he was actually, like, joking with, with the kid. Jeez. Ugh. Yeah, it's just, it makes it more gross. I don't know. And he, uh, he, But he, I also... So he was God. saying that the child sinned, not that he sinned in this interaction. Well, yeah, right. Ah, well, he it. participated in a sin, so mm. it's very much like in the Bible, where the, when there's adultery, you you kill the woman and right. She's the temptress. Let clearly. the guy go free because he she he was seduced. So what right. can you do? Wow, he went all this and then threw a joke in at the end. Mm. Yeah, that kid must have been so confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On many levels. Another another Catholic priest that I wanted to bring up, not related, except Catholic priest. I think we mentioned it very briefly, that there was a uh, a, a priest who had resigned after this, their cell phone data was uh, used to track him on Grindr. Yeah, I remember and him. And that he went, went to gay bars. I had put this in to talk about, and it kept getting bumped because of other things that we spent time on. So I thought I'd... I'd put it in the beginning this time, uh, especially since we had another Catholic priest who who had who was charged. Um, this guy resigns because he was going to gay bars and was a user of Grinder. This guy was in no way associated with raping kids, touching kids, nothing like that. He just participates in acts of homosexuality with adults. So, well, that goes by without saying, I suppose. Yeah. So he resigned because the Catholics don't look very kindly on that. However, every article that I heard about this guy always mentions the Catholic Church and the accusations of child molestation and stuff like that. That's not this guy. Right. This guy was just doing things that the church didn't like. Well, I, I blame so, the original people that um, that outed him. The Pillar is a, a Catholic... Um, investigative reporting team, they call themselves. And they're the ones that broke the story originally. They did the investigation and outed him. Wow. And they quickly went to um, the uh, child molestation in their story. It's like, you know, below the fold, that's the rest of the article is about molesting children, even though that's not what he's, not what he's accused of. We talked about this before, though, that there is a, a unfortunate religious desire to connect the two that does not exist. Exactly. It's, it's Part of the reason I wanted to bring it up was to just point out the fact that this is just the Catholic Church hating on the gays. Yeah. That's, that's what this is about. It's not, it's not about molestation or, or child rape in any way right. in this particular case. Th that we know of. Let's just put that up there just in case. <laughs> what a bunch well, of fucking hypocrites, though. Jeez. Yes. Well, yes. Exactly. Well, this guy especially. I mean, he was a he, he was this self-hating gay person, so of course he was – Big into, you know, putting down the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. So. Well, that's hypocrite. part of the job. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't just go in there and just preach the gospel. You got to ruin yeah. people's lives. Absolutely. Yeah. So along kind of associated with that, uh, there was a law 
in Massachusetts that was ruled against, the Supreme Court ruled against this anti-sodomy law uh, in 2003. However, Massachusetts has never removed it from its, uh, I don't know if it's the Constitution, the Charter, or whatever it's in, but the law is broadly titled Crimes Against Chastity, Morality, Decency, and Good Order. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a law that makes it so that if you have homosexual relations with anyone, uh, you can be fined, you can be jailed. It's just a discrimination against LGBTQ at this point. So there is a representative, Livingstone, who uh, is putting up a repeal. He's putting up a bill to repeal the ban on these unnatural acts, as they are called in the in the law. So uh, that's a good step for, for Massachusetts, but I, it just brings up the point that there are several different states that have this sort of thing ingrained in their you know state constitutions. And it's I think it's way more prevalent than, than we probably are aware of. I don't, None of them are really enforceable anymore, but they're still on the books. Mm. And why? We, we should take more time to, you know, update our laws. I want to go back to the uh, pre-story for a second, though, because um, mm-hmm. the the journalists did not, you know, hack into Grinder to figure out um, who, who that he was on there. They um, accessed anonymized data and figured out who it was from the anonymized data. How they did that, they didn't really say. But it's not like they hacked into anything and and revealed this about him. But they accessed public information from Grinder and tracked him down through this. I'm using air quotes, anonymized data that is not very anonymized. So it's also a privacy concern. So, you know, Apparently it was looked at and determined that they got the data legally? Yep. Through the API, yeah. So that, so. I mean, be careful where you use your, you know, real information, where, be careful of the applications that you use and, and be aware that the data is not as anonymized as you think it is. So close my OnlyFans account or... <laughs> <laughs> do you care if anybody knows what you do on there? Not really. There you go then. Don't worry about it. Yeah, are you a Catholic priest on Grinder? Then yeah, maybe you should <laughs> rethink that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I mean it's just cautionary tale kind of thing. But I go by Carlos Danger. <laughs> <laughs> then you're probably safe. No one will think it's you. Yeah, okay. that'll, that'll never come back to haunt you. They don't have your credit card and, or anything. It's be fine. And you can have Pierre. Uh, Delecto? The one that, yeah, Pierre Delecto. <laughs> I'm Carlos Danger. That's a deal. Meanwhile, over in Michigan, I, there's no way this can, can end badly. Uh, Grand Rapids Police Department has announced that they are doing a new program where they are going to include local religious leaders in drive-alongs. And they're calling the project Clergy on Patrol. <laughs> C-O-P. Yeah, I have a problem with, I mean, if I call the police and a priest shows up with them, I instantly have a problem with that. Sure. What is the point of this? So according to their post, they said that they're excited to launch this partnership, foster a relationship between the police and faith-based leaders. It says that they did extremely well and are able able to hit the streets after some uh, scenario-based training. And uh, yeah, I guess they're going to be showing up so that they could provide counseling instead of, and I get this, instead of, you know, cops just showing up, drawing their guns and shooting people, How about you have somebody who can- Yeah, you've won me back to the middle. Keep going. You, well, I, I mean, would, I guess that's the point, but I still I still don't need a 
priest showing up in the cop car. That's just not. I mean, I, I, social worker would be better. Yeah. By like, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The only social workers I know have have said that they definitely don't want to ride along with police. So. Sure. It seems like a dangerous situation for the social worker. Yeah, I don't love that plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are testing it out in I uh, forget what city. I think oh, I think it was Rochester. Rochester, New York is testing out sending um willing um social workers along with uh the police and it's actually working quite well. Because okay. they they t- tend to talk people down instead of just ordering them to do things. So, hmm. yeah, I I get it. I just I'm still against it. I don't like the idea of those people bringing a religious person with them. I mean, yeah. It, again, I do this type of analogy regularly when, when you know, talking to, to Christians. What if they were to bring an imam with them? And, you know, a guy a guy gets out of the car and he's a Muslim. And he's going to talk down, you know, some of these Pennsylvania rednecks who are in trouble getting the police called on them. Hmm. I don't think that's going to go very well. No. You brought I, a I, Muslim I, with you? <laughs> <laughs> but you change that to a Christian and suddenly everybody's fine with it. Nope. Not everybody. Not everybody. No. Ray's worried about the faith militant. I, I kind of am. <laughs> like you know, you I know that's get, a, don't want him getting that kind of training. That's a slippery slope kind of argument, but at the same time, that's where my brain went. So, uh, in any case, that's uh, that's what I had under religious nonsense. I I going to transition kind of to politics. I mean, I guess this qualifies as politics. Uh, there's an article on Yahoo News and actually a couple other places. I think I saw it on Reuters as well. That uh, they had to put out a message saying that the conspiracy theory that Biden has been arrested by the military <laughs> and that Trump is already back in the White House is not true. They actually, I can't keep so, it straight. I thought he was hanging out with Tyler Perry. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the 80% scale White House, yeah. Right. <laughs> is he in a full-size jail? At least. <laughs> <laughs> Probably 80%. That's my guess. Oh. Uh, but yeah, there's a Facebook Live video that says that uh, military had called an emergency meeting for making Trump as president again. <laughs> Biden has been arrested, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 insane. Like, was I don't... this was this orchestrated by Trump's shadow cabinet from Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're in Bedminster now, but yes. Oh. <laughs> And they managed to get Trump to keep his mouth shut about this? Yeah. So he's going along with this plan, too. Again, this is all in secret to stop the liberals from rioting? Well, it's all it's all been a secret, you know, cabal thing anyway. He's never actually been in power. Uh, we were just It was just a show so that they could, you know, go arrest all the people that were abusing the children and doing the adrenochrome thing. So, I mean. So, yeah. so Biden was never in office. He was arrested right. on day one. He didn't win, Tr- so and was, right, you know. right. And Trump has just been going along with this and actually bitching and moaning about losing, right? Yes, as to keep hard up the- as, to keep up the. Okay, wow, this is some grift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's in under deep cover at this point, so deep that I don't think he even knows. Lost himself in the role, huh? <laughs> right. But speaking of he's- the grift, though, he, he he's he's actually pocketed a decent amount of the money that people have contributed directly into his businesses already. Like- so. Surprise. By decent amount, do you mean one hundred percent? Not yet. Well, not, not yet. all of it yet. Wait for well, it. because that's how much has gone to fighting, you know, air quotes voter fraud. Mm, yeah, is zero percent. That is absolutely true. None, absolutely none of it has gone to fight the 
non-existent voter fraud. Also, right, and I think an equal amount has also gone to uh, supporting all these candidates where he's going to primary all the rhinos. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, none of it. <laughs> and keeps blowing it. And keeps blowing it for these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was another but election you got these today. Endorsements that go nowhere. Yeah, there was another yeah. election today somewhere where he was endorsing somebody that probably won't win. Yeah, they were like they said. I heard somewhere that if the if that if he blows this one, that they might be rethinking about how much juice he actually has. You know, in in the party. Hmm. We can we can only hope. They, why haven't they already been thinking about that? He's <laughs> right. I, I right. I, I I guess they should be, but. You know, I, I guess when it becomes, you know, hard evidence or, you know, apparent to the public. Well, they have, you know, they, when, they when really... 2022 comes and goes and nothing has happened to Cheney and nothing has happened to Kinzinger and nothing has happened to the all the other uh, members of the House that voted to impeach him. Everybody's going to be like, oh, it only seems like you get a ringing endorsement from Trump because he supports people in deep red areas that can't lose. Mm. And they really didn't have any hard evidence after he lost the election on how much he could uh, influence things until now. Right. Well, and he lost the Senate. That was that was the first clue. I mean, he lost well, I mean, he, no, you mean he the helped. House. No, I mean the Senate. I mean, the, the, remember the, the, the two late um, Georgia senators? That was after the primary election. Well, even before that, he lost the House. He lost the House, yep. And but, then, he, but he lost the Senate. But, he lost the presidency. <laughs> Right, but I'm talking after this now. Now they're going to mm. go, okay, well, is this the guy we have to hitch our wagon to again? <laughs> and uh, it doesn't seem to be working out as well. And b- and going closely back to what I said in the beginning of this is that Trump voters only voted for Trump because they know who he is. Right. They don't know who these other people are here. They're not watching this shit. No, they, have, they, oh. they, they were not on reality TV, so they could give a crap. Yeah, they're not yeah, paying attention thing. to primaries and special no. elections. No. That's the thing, though. They did not know who Trump was. They knew Trump's character from the reality TV, who Trump really tries to be that character. Yeah. Sure. But he's not real. That's He's not a billionaire. He's <laughs> he's not clever. That was a script. <laughs> so this is all based on the, the, the theory that Biden was arrested. It's all based on QAnon conspiracy theories and it's all around the idea that there is going to be coming a day of reckoning for the Democrats, where Biden and Pelosi and other Democrats will be arrested, and Trump will be in- reinstated, and they're calling it the storm. So the storm is coming. If he only had four years prior to this to do this, but <laughs> I guess back then he was just diddling around, wasting his time. <laughs> yeah. So although the storm is not really coming, uh, hey, there might be a storm coming. <laughs> uh, Matt Brainerd, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but he is a MAGA uh, rally organizer, I guess. So he might be the guy, like he's in charge of a whole bunch. He is planning on doing another a March rally in Washington next to, uh, you know, like at the, the mall next to Congress. On September 18th. This is the thing that really worries me, because these guys did not show up with large amount. They There were weapons there, but there weren't, you know, AR-15s strapped across the back or the chest. This time, they've learned for the last time, they didn't get a lot of pushback. Um, some of them got arrested, but it, there hasn't been a, a huge amount of backlash yet. Um, so they, they're going to amp it up. Next time will be bigger, better, worse. Would you say the Capitol Police were ready for two? That's, time, that's where I was going to go next. If you think that that place is not going to be filled with National Guardsmen 
on September 17th through, we'll say, the 28th. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah, the reason that there was no support there is because the president said, don't send any support. Or if you do send support, I want make this sure to work. <laughs> yeah, make sure that if you do send support, make sure that they're on the protester side. Yeah. Right. And it was Nancy Pelosi's fault, too. Don't forget. Oh, right. Totally yeah. Nancy Pelosi's fault. <laughs> but but that means, though, that means they're going to have two highly armed groups of people who are both highly determined. That's going to be really ugly. Yeah, but one's trained and one's not. Very true. Also, one is superiorly pissed off at the other group, <laughs> while the other one is kind of like not sure. Mm-hmm. Whether they back the blue or they hate the blue or what's going on, but I can guarantee when you fuck with one cop, all the cops dislike you. Sure. I say do it. I say I'm all for this march. (laughs) (laughs) So he's declaring that they are going to push back on the narrative that uh, January 6th was an insurrection. Uh, He does say that this next rally is going to be huge, and he uh, lauds the fact that we are going back to the Capitol. Mm. (laughs) Now, he announced this on Steve Bannon's show called The Real America's Voice in what Bannon uh, is calling The War Room. (laughs) Just just throwing that out there. (laughs) He's been calling it that for a long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. So to prove that they're not insurrectionists, they're going to storm the Capitol again? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm reading. Yeah. Dude, I hope they install a giant space laser on top of the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> a Jewish space laser. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So to prove that they're not violent, they're probably going to be way more violent and bring way more guns, right? Yes. Again, I you're, don't... Not, you're not deterring me from this idea. I'm loving every bit of this. <laughs> Well, except the fact that some Capitol Police and military might get injured in this melee. Last time, there were people who could rile them up and who basically convinced them that the people standing in their way were traitors, because that's what they were screaming as they were, you know, attacking the police, was that they were all traitors. So, I don't know. He's going to have congressional representatives speaking again, so are they going to rile them up again? Seems likely. I've I've heard try. those representatives speak before, so... Yeah, I yeah, do it. <laughs> Bring them all back out. Sounds like a dangerous time. I'm not going to be there. No. And you for this against us? What this March? Yeah. Um, I don't want to seem as enthusiastic as you, but I'm at least that enthusiastic. <laughs> okay. Like again, obviously, I I would love it if it just you know weren't even a possibility. But you know, there's the low empathy angry cynical part of me that I'm I'm totally totally on board for that. It's the same way when they when they you know rattle their cages and say blow there's a civil war coming I'm like yeah okay that sounds great. This would be a good definitely do that. Yeah this would be a good test run for them. Mm. You know a good dry run. I mean oh for their upcoming civil war. Yeah. But I mean like I'm not looking for Trump supporters to get beaten into the ground. I am basically just looking for Capitol Police to be pumping gas grenades into the crowd and watching them disperse and run away. Which is really most likely what's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean there's a core of them that are truly dangerous, but there's not that many that are that dangerous. There's a whole bunch that think they're dangerous and, you know, run get out of breath jogging the block over to the Capitol building. There's gotta be a bunch of good. There's, I just think there's going to be a bunch of people who were there on January 6th who were 
mob mentality who mm. would not have done that if it weren't for the people spurring them on. Yep. And I think that's going to be the same way. So, yeah, I I don't think it's going to be too violent. But at the same time, the potential is – I mean, January 6th got as violent as – well, it got more violent than a lot of people expected. Oh, yeah. it's It got more violent than a lot of people currently acknowledge. Well – People don't acknowledge reality, so exactly. Yeah. People. Speaking of that, I think that's a good transition of people who don't acknowledge reality. Do you remember the uh, the doctor who uh, believed that demon sperm was the the cause of of the I don't know was it the pandemic? I'm trying to remember what she, Doctor Stella Emanuel. Well, um, illness in general. She thinks that illness in general is caused by demons sleeping, um, having sex with you while you sleep, and angels too. I mean, she's Looney Tunes. <laughs> so she's back in the news. Uh, she again. She she did say all that previously. She got in the news pre the last time we mentioned her because she was pushing hydroxychloroquine, and uh, yeah. now she is suing Anderson Cooper and CNN for one hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, with her pinky on the corner of her mouth. I hope so too. <laughs> um, because they, she says that they libeled her. By uh, and ruined her reputation by saying lies. As it turns out, they just said what she had previously said. They quoted her. That's that's not exactly libel suit. <laughs> oh, and she also accused um, CNN and um, Anderson Cooper specifically for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people because they um, talked down uh, the the success of hydroxychloroquine. So, oh, I hear that one all the time and see pictures about that. They studied somewhere. it. They tried it. They gave it emergency use authorization, and then they turned it off and they revoked it because it didn't work. No, that's well. That's not the narrative they're running. <laughs> of course not. Again, yeah. reality based. Yeah. Yeah. The narrative is is that they turned that the only reason people were against it because Trump was supporting it, and they have articles to prove it. Uh huh. Untrue. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that it's, it's Trump. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, while we're talking about uh, you know kind of crazy people. I have to mention Jack Hibbs. He runs uh, a church. Uh, it is the Calvary Chapel Chino Hills Church in California. So he made the news because he, um, and this is, you know, this was live streamed, uh, the service, and it was on uh, uh, on the internet. He said, God, we pray to you. We pray that you would do something now. Jesus, please. In our nation's capital, we do not wish ill upon Joe Biden whatsoever. We pray that you will heal him, that you will save him, that you'd open his eyes to your saving grace. And the fact that it is Jesus who died on the cross for his sins and ours and rose again from the dead, the gospel living God that can cause all men and women to be changed. He said, uh, but God, please forgive California. Forgive us for allowing abortion. Forgive us for sending people with antichrist views into office like Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris. Mm. They don't want you. They don't honor you. And it breaks our hearts. Uh, but, Father, we pray you would take back this government from the brink that you would protect America while we're in this vulnerable moment. So he says that Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi have antichrist worldviews <laughs> and... The reason that this really got into my feed is because the guy standing next to him is Mike Pompeo. Pompeo? Yeah. It looked like him, but it couldn't be. <laughs> and Pompeo went there to like to speak at the, the church service that Sunday, didn't say anything, 
in contradiction to what this guy was spouting about Antichrist views from Democrats. Yeah, Pompeo is just, God, what a ginormous piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We've said this before about Pompeo. It's not like he was some fucking uh, big wig. You know, it's not like a known name until <clears throat> Trump dragged him out of the fucking dredges of uh, the Freedom Caucus. You know, like, remember we used to say he just happened to be the smartest one in that dumbass group. Yeah. Well, now um, he's now he's running for president. Well, okay, about well yeah, I'm mean, saying mm-hmm. like he's risen, but it's not it wouldn't be the same as like I'm trying to think of another prominent Republican like but they're all shitbags now. So it's hard to say <laughs> <laughs> like, does this surprise me? No, no. <laughs> it, I do find it interesting, though, because if you somebody did a, um, you know, who is the Antichrist kind of quiz and looked at all the characteristics of who the Antichrist would be in, in today's times. And it's Trump. Hands down, it's Trump. <laughs> No, don't they equate him with that other dude? Some I heard somewhere that uh, God brought some leader in that was a sh- uh, shithead, and even though he did bad things, he was doing God's will or something. You guys would know better than me. I don't know the Bible at all. Um, trying I, to what, think of who's wasn't there some there was some equation between that that they were trying to justify their the bad shit that he does. I I do mm. remember the story that you're talking about. Um, uh, was it was it King Solomon? I think maybe it was some king. It, it was, yeah, it was, I remember the, the relation to a story where God backed this person and even though they weren't, you know, righteous, it was, it, it, he got the job done. Means so, to an and end. it was part of God's will. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm just surprised people haven't, um, you know, looked at the Antichrist and gone, oh my goodness, golden toilets, thrice married, adultery, yada, 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 Antichrist. <laughs> because they're not real believers. Well, very true. They don't really believe. They just use it to to funnel their hate. Mm. I don't know if this next person is a real believer or not, but man, she pretends to be. Sarah Palin. Oh. <laughs> Remember when she was the worst Republican ever? <laughs> <laughs> she says that she is going to possibly run for Senate if God wants her to, and Christians do more to support her. Ah, uh, so if people send her money, then she'll run. Got it. Exactly. Start the grift now. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, did, isn't she the governor that quit in the middle of her governorship? For Yes, for unknown reasons. Ha! Huh. Yeah, you definitely should be put back into public office. <laughs> you seem like a winner. Go back on the mass singer. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, I thought she left her governorship to run for president. She did not. I mean, no. uh, vice president. She was not a governor when McCain picked her? No, I think she retained it. She left well after that. Oh, so she never officially... Oh, and then left. Well, didn't she have that scandal with the bridge and all that other shit? There was like that's a, more likely. There was a bridge to nowhere <laughs> that they were building. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what the that there the was old escalator to nowhere. <laughs> I'm sure there was some scandal, or there, there some scandal was cut off at the past by her, you know, stepping down. Mm. I'm just full of vague stories tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she reads all the newspapers. Such an idiot. <laughs> Oh, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Do I want her to run for Senate? Like, she has yeah. way too much popularity. Oh, she so, would win in a heartbeat. Yeah, Probably. that's kind of what I would be worried about. She's a known quantity. She and ran Alaska for vice president. Alaska is very red. Mm. Depends. I mean, does I Trump know. like her? Oh, he loves her. I don't know. She's getting a little old. He's out of his age demographic. You don't get Donald Trump without Sarah Palin. <laughs> mm, true. That's true. Yeah, without yep. the Tea Party movement, I don't think Trump would have uh, would have gotten to office. 
Yeah, I don't think he's um, worried about returning the favor, though. It's not the way he functions. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Yeah, but putting someone, I mean, again, I don't know if Trump's smart enough to figure this out, but maybe the people around him is, you know, you get Sarah Palin in there. It just sort of normalizes Trump, not, not <laughs> normalizes the way he acts, you know, get more Trump-like people, well, then that's the party. Mm. Yeah. Normalize the absolutely crazy. Right. Just off the cuff. And obviously, and being a moron is a is a quality now that we want in our candidates. Apparently. Well, sure. Because they're just like me. They're, they're just right. like my neighbors, me and my neighbors. I don't, I don't read newspapers either. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just love the fact that when we go for a stupid accent, it's always a Southern accent. It's just, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Sorry, that's a job, though. <laughs> but now, in fairness to that... Yeah. I would suggest that it is not a Southern accent, that the accent we're doing is a stupid accent, because you don't need to be from the South to have that accent. That's true. I know people here in Pennsylvania that have that accent. Mm -hmm. I know people out in California that have that accent. I know people all around the country have that accent, and they are not from the South. I don't know how that's possible, but it's definitely true. Listen, I saw riots in France this week over getting the vaccine. And them yelling and screaming, and I all imagine them yelling in that same accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lazy enunciation accent. <laughs> Maybe a slight twinge French to it. I am not even going to attempt the southern French. Sacre <laughs> <laughs> bleu. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Hey, you I know don't what? Like it one bit. Just, just do a Cajun accent. That's kind of like French and southern, right? There you go. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else on politics before I move on? Do you want to talk about Cuomo? I mean, there's not really much to say, but... Sure. I mean, yeah. what, the, the, they came out and said that, uh, yeah, we, we find that these multiple cases, women have credible stories, and basically said, yeah, it, it, he's he's probably has been sexually harassing multiple women throughout his yes. career. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's not, doesn't look promising for him. Moving forward. Now, no. Biden called for him to resign today, too. Yep. And he then he did, a pre- he did a pre-recorded message saying that he's not, didn't say anything about resigning, except that he was going to implement some uh, workplace harassment programs in his office <laughs> that he will take as well. <laughs> and he stated, he's still saying he never, he never touched anybody. Didn't touch anybody well, that didn't want to be touched. Yeah. He did say that he kissed people, but then he backed that up with pictures of him kissing pretty much everybody. So. Yeah. And there other people kissing too, each other as well. So it was very strange. There was something else in his statement, though, about uh, someone, a friend of the family was sexually harassed. So he thought he was some kind of expert on it. <laughs> and he would, he people that were sexually harassed, he would ask them questions to make sure they were okay. And it might have come off wrong. I mean, you know, you know, you know, I loved Cuomo. I was behind him all the way, even though he is a horrible, horrible person. Uh <laughs> But uh, even I got to be like, all right, man, it's time to pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find work. You're a Cuomo. You'll find work somewhere else. I, I seriously think that he doesn't believe he has done anything wrong. And in some ways, uh, you know, he he's just not aware that he made people so uncomfortable. Well, no. That I th- being I think- said, I, I think he did seriously try to come on to a few of these women because he was lonely. Like, it just fits the profile, and he just, he wanted to maybe go out on a date, not realizing that that person works for you, you you can't do that. 
No, I'm going to have to disagree because the yeah. the things he's accused of and the way that he did it, it's power play stuff. I mean, he, he acted the way he acted because he knew he could get away with it. And it's nothing to do with, you know, uh, sure, he wanted a date, but it, he could ask somebody for a date. He didn't have to do what he did. He yeah, did what he did because he had the power to do it. See, I don't know if I believe that either. I'm kind of in race camp just in the sense that, like, he definitely comes off as, like, a guy who's just right on the cusp of that, like, old old view of men and how they should act. You know, like, he just, like, maybe Chris Cuomo is is on the more woke <laughs> end of it, and he's the, he's the older brother and spent more time with the father. You know, and, you know, I'm sure Mario Cuomo was a very traditional, when I come home, dinner better be ready for me type of guy because nobody knew any different. I mean, we'll never know for sure. Either way... With that many people uh, saying this about you, you just got to go. Well, and there are you know? contemporaneous notes that people took and, you know, emails in between people and text messages of, he said this to me and, you know, people texting their girlfriends right after it yeah. happened. So, no, there, there is, I mean, there's not a tape of it, but there is evidence that is admissible in court. So, no, he's a jackass and he used his power to abuse women and to put them in compromising positions because it gave him a juice and he needs to go. I I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm what I'm saying is I think he doesn't see that as being wrong. <sighs> Maybe. But it doesn't matter. It is wrong. <laughs> Care well, he he definitely <laughs> he definitely made people uncomfortable and 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 feel that they were harassed and on multiple occasions. So, yes, he's he's in the wrong. There's I don't think there's any question about that. There's a lot of other things that came out, though, where people saying, like, his office is a very toxic workplace and yeah. things that not involving that. And he also, um, there were repercussions if you said anything as well. So if you complained, uh, lodged a complaint against him, you were fired. Yeah, he's blue Trump. A, a lower scale blue Trump, yes. Like, he very much, I believe that he runs, like, that same type of mob mentality of loyalty above all else type type of it wouldn't i don't know that but uh it wouldn't surprise me in any way yeah all right i think we ran that down (laughs) yep you had your shot andrew you're done (laughs) yeah all right moving on the coronavirus uh first thing i i want to mention the cdc did update i think we mentioned it last time they updated their their recommendations on resuming wearing masks indoors I've seen changes already uh, where where I work on campus. There are rules for if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask. And they came out today and said, look, depending on how the numbers start going in the state, we may make it so that everybody has to wear a mask in, in any of our buildings. I I think this is a good thing. I mean, I, th- I think this show was uh, very – very ready for things to get worse again, especially mm-hmm. with the, the vaccination numbers being as low as they were. And I hey, they're, totally... they're up now, though. What's that? I said vaccine numbers are up now, though. They're, yeah. they're, sl- they're I would say they're slowly climbing. Yes. I think they said up 17%. I saw an article that said that, that the Delta variant did what Biden couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, because... They see Biden as the enemy. I mean, this is the same political group that sees Biden as the enemy and not a legitimate president. Why would they listen to him? Like, that doesn't... But when they start dying off in droves and having to go to the hospital and... Yeah, I, that makes a bigger I impact. Say, 
I just love the article that seemed to be praising the Delta variant for getting people vaccinated. As, yeah, as always, if it weren't for the immunocompromised and young children who can't be vaccinated, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, my empathy just plummeting. Like, you know, pre-Delta variant, 40% of the country thought that Biden had not really legitimately won the election. After the Delta variant, 30% of the country think that Biden did not win the election. <laughs> I mean, it's a problem that solves itself as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Eventually, that would be true. Yeah. So I, I yeah, feel like I'm the only person in my town wearing their mask again. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one at work wearing my mask again. It's funny here in uh, in the little blue bubble of State College, we had a, a about a two week period when everybody went, "Yay, no masks!" and everybody's wearing them again now. We only had two <laughs> weeks though. It's like, damn it. <laughs> it was a good two weeks. It was. All right, so I'm going to do this quiz now. So I have four items, and the whole idea here is that you look for the the one that is actually true. All right. Okay, so I'm going to read off all four items, and then I'm going to ask people what their response is. I'm going to try to not give anything away if you know which one is true. Eyes off Discord. So claim one. There is a table... Generated by the World Health Organization that shows planned COVID-19 variants and when they will be released to the public. Claim B, hydroxychloroquine can be made at home by boiling grapefruit and lemon peels in water. Claim C, a new anti-COVID drug called Bamlanminivad. Like hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir before th before it, uh, this can target the virus and reduce the impact of COVID-19. Uh, doctors are calling it BAMLAN. <laughs> and claim D, CDC revoking COVID tests that they have uh, put out previously because the test cannot tell the difference between COVID and the flu and many flu... Uh, many people with the flu are being uh, marked as having COVID-19. So, Jared, you asked for the quiz. Which oh, one's I true? Go for it? No, wait. Uh, so what What do you mean, like, one of those is true? Like, so one of them is a true story? One of them is, is not a conspiracy theory and is actually okay, true. Okay, 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 okay. Real briefly, just give me the, the summary version of each one uh, one more time. All right. So A is the WHO has a list of when the variants right. will be released. Right. B is the hydroxychloroquine can be made in your kitchen. All right. uh, C is a Bamla, Bamla Nividad. I can right. never the, the, pronounce the new, that correctly. The new drug. The new drug. And D is uh, the test is being revoked because it can't tell the difference between COVID and the flu. Okay. I think it's between B and C. I'm going to say, Wow. There's no way that that could be true that you can make hydroxychloroquine with lemon juice and, and orange peels or whatever that was. But but because I think you're trying to trick me, I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the true one. Ian, I'm I'm also I'm also very high on on B. I uh so here's here's my thought is that I'm with Jared that doesn't seem plausible. <laughs> I think hydroxychloroquine <laughs> is an actual drug. It just doesn't do anything for covid um that so the idea that with grapefruit peels and something else i could make it at home i mean it's not impossible i don't know what all the active ingredients of hydroxychloroquine are they could be found in those two things and you know if they're combined in a certain way and boiled um but it also 
every other one of those things was a conspiracy theory. I mean, it, if it, this one is conspiracy theories don't bubble up to promote the public good. I, I like understand B what you're saying. Hydrochloxy- hydroxychloroquine is bullshit, <laughs> and hydroxychloroquine is very likely bullshit. The other ones are all the virus is a hoax sort of thing. The WHO planned this, mm. they're going to release, the. They, they have a secret list of when the variants are due out, or COVID tests were bullshit all along, they can't tell the difference between the flu. They all stink of that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with B. I feel strongly about number two. Okay. Totally I, I don't want to influence the answers, but I, <laughs> I will say that I think the conspiracy theory is they're charging money for this, but you can just make it at home, and it's a homemade... Right, right, right. I, I, I agree. I, I just... Uh, the other three had the same, you know, let's help put people further in danger feel. Sure. Well, wait, B wait, was wait. like, hey, we're on to you. What was... Read C back to me and full again. Yeah. I might change my answer. Okay. So... The full uh, Karen hasn't given her answer yet. That's why. Okay. Uh, but the full thing first? on on <laughs> a C. The claim is a new anti-COVID drug called Bam Lenivimad, like hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir. Before it can target the virus and reduce the impact of COVID nineteen. Well, that's not very conspiracy theorist either. Uh, I'm K- still sticking with my orange peels and <laughs> lemon juice. Karen, yeah. what do you got? It's C. Has to be C. Is a new drug. They come up with new antiretrovirals all the time. Okay, so the answer is the the true claim is C. Bamlabinovad, which doctors are referring to as Bamlan, has been approved by the FDA for emergency use for people who have been diagnosed with uh, COVID nineteen. I think we overthought it, Ian. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. It seemed too. It seemed too obvious. Either that, or I didn't listen to C enough. <laughs> Well, I thought that's what he said. I go, that's too easy, though. A new drug? Why would that? Well, I just thought it was I thought it was also suspicious because we just talked about last week. The actual vaccine doesn't even have FDA approval. Why would bam a lamb blam Well, it has emergency get... use approval just like yeah. this. Oh, OK. Well, See, so you know what was throwing me off about it was is the beginning of the sense that you're like much like these drugs targets it, like saying like those were perfect, too. Here's another new one that's perfect. I was like, oh, maybe that's the, the thread line. That <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly what they wrote there, because I can't pronounce that person's name. Hessen <laughs> <laughs> Jixon. Hessen Jixon? Uh, I didn't know what you couldn't pronounce. I was trying to know hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I think we've we've been over that. <laughs> we've said that enough times. <laughs> oh, yeah, that I got, though. Gotcha. I'm calling bullshit on this game. Bam <laughs> 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 land. Yeah, that that was it was too you, you tricked me by putting one in there that was so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so I got some of these from a article on the AP that has a bunch of different claims that are uh, not true. Uh, there's also an article. The um, where is this one from? I don't even recognize this. K- khn.org um, saying that uh, CDC is revoking a test. Because it couldn't tell the difference. That is an actual conspiracy theory. Uh, however, the truth is they're not revoking the test. The emergency authorization of the test is coming to an end and is no longer needed because the, the tests, they have other tests. Like they have tests that work very well. Um, so their emergency authorization for these tests isn't needed anymore and is just coming to an end. And also on factcheck.org. There is an article about the World Health Organization and the fact that they are not putting out 
they did not put out a table that lists when the variants will be released. That's that is another conspiracy theory that shot out uh, this last week. I don't know what the difference on uh, fact check is between falls and pants on fire, and why didn't this qualify? I don't know because <laughs> that's harmful. So it should be pants on fire. But I don't know what the criteria is for getting that, so. Well, I guess maybe Pants on Fire would, I mean, it's not Pants on Fire because the CDC, the test is Uh-oh. coming there's to a, an end. Like there's, there's a kernel a, of truth. Yeah. There's a, there, you know, it's based on something. Sure. So, yeah. There's, mm. there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I have to be honest, I tried to make C sound not real because to me, when I read it, I'm like, well, that seems too obvious. So... <laughs> I'm glad that my ruse worked. <laughs> All right. I, you need to get on my ass to make the other game where it's four conspiracy theories. You have to pick the one I made up. Oh, the one you made up? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. The, the that, balderdash of conspiracy that, theories? Yeah, that way they all sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and you had mentioned a little bit ago uh, we should post the link from the CDC's website um, that shows the counties because all of the ratings now are being done by county, not by state. Although Florida is still... All dark red. Sorry. Well, yeah, Florida. What is it? Florida has like 20% of all active COVID cases in the country. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's impressive. And you love DeSantis' statement? <laughs> it's rampant. See- We're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> Basically. He was like, there will be no lockdown. There will be no mask mandate. Have at it, COVID. Wow. And people cheered. Yeah. They love him. Yeah. Don't understand. I mean- what an easy job. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Nothing. And they love it when I do nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that map a a map of the ones that you just posted in Discord? Is that a map of where COVID is, is bad? Or yes. is that the Republican Democrat map? <laughs> They're very similar. Well, it's like the reverse. We don't have that blue strip down the middle usually. That's, That's true. true. Oh, California would be very blue. Yeah. So. No, this is you know, red areas, and it's mostly red, are areas where there's significant transmission of the virus. So, yeah. yeah I heard uh, mask mask mandate in uh, Las Vegas again. Sure. Makes sense. Not that I was planning on going to Las Vegas anytime soon, but... So, uh, Republicans are still are still ter- coming around. They're making a, a little bit of a push to try and get people vaccinated. Uh, another Republican who, who uh, changed his tune, it took a little bit more. Tennessee State Representative David Byrd um, got COVID. He'd been a COVID denier, anti-masker, his, his, I don't know, since this whole thing started. And uh, two months ago, uh, he started to change his mind. Now he has uh, had the virus and spent 55 days on a ventilator. Wow. Weirdly enough, now he thinks it's real. He survived 55 days in a ventilator. Whew. Yeah. I think the only reason he survived was his age. I think he's fairly young. Maybe I'm mm. wrong, but he's uh, he doesn't look very old. I didn't actually look up his age, so you know I'm being oh, age no. biased there. But he is 63. He's older than oh, I thought. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right. Well, he looks young for his age. Oh, it led to him having a liver transplant. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. I thought for sure you were going to bring up Lindsey Graham. Oh, that's next. Uh, he was he was actually, <laughs> I th- he was next on the list. Um, so yeah, I had an article. Oh, where's that out? On CBS News. Uh, he tested, Lindsey Graham tested positive for the virus and said, I'm very glad I was vaccinated because without the vaccination, I am certain I would not feel as well as I do now. My symptoms would be far worse. And right now, yeah, he had like the sniffles. Mm-hmm. So 
And like like you said, though, I think Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, I think they were old enough to take this seriously from the beginning. They yeah. realized that they could die from it. Yeah, they were they were on board with you know, getting the vaccine early and having their um, constituents get it, too. So not that they're good people, because they're not, but <laughs> they were on board with the vaccine. Had to get your liver taken. He got it replaced or taken out? Well, you can't live without a liver. So uh, I don't know. I don't have a gallbladder, so I just assumed he could take anything out. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the few no, the you can take out and survive without it. Yeah, the gallbladder is just a, a little sack, really. Mm. And uh, Capitol Hill attending physician has reinstituted mask mandate for the House buildings. And, of course, we still have Republicans refusing to comply with it. So although we talk about the fact that Republicans are, are starting to come around, it's not all of them. Apparently, McCarthy came out and was railing on his, you know, his freedom being taken away. <laughs> and uh, so Pelosi called him a moron. Rightfully which, so. Yeah. Well, even I mean, even Lindsey Graham, we gave him a little bit of credit for talking about the vaccine, but he was going to lunches unmasked with a whole bunch of other octogenarians. So not safe behavior. Actually, I don't know if he's in his 80s, but a lot of them are. So <laughs> don't age shade him. Ageist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was funny. I just had to look it up. Lindsey Graham is the opposite of the guy who we were just talking about. Lindsey Graham is 66. Really? Wow. Yeah. He looks a lot older. Huh. <laughs> Weird. Uh, next article I had the Supreme Court. Ten different cases have gone to the Supreme Court where a church has decided that they wanted to uh, fight back against the persecution being wrought yeah. upon them by the government for uh, mask mandates and shutting down their, their religious services. Uh, guess how many the Supreme Court agreed with the religious groups on? Ten? Zero? Ten out of ten. Ugh. They agreed with the religious group every time. Sure. Now, there have been many more that have gone to the Supreme Court that the Supreme Court did not look at. But every time they pull one up, they agree with the religious institution that is being persecuted. Um, again, air quotes. <sighs> uh, last thing I have on coronavirus, Biden made a suggestion of uh, possibly trying to get people vaccinated. Giving out money. Uh, what was it? It was something like the idea of $100 for everybody who uh, goes and gets the, the vaccine. Well, we should wait then. We'll go wait for we get $100 from the president. Yeah, see, I have a couple problems with that. One, exactly that. And mm. two, what about the people who went out and got it right away? Did the right thing, yeah. <laughs> Weren't they doing the right thing to begin with? Maybe it'll be retroactive. Anybody that applies. It'll be like another mini stimulus check. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as Jeff points out, he can't do that. He's not the president. He's an 80% jail. Yep. Sure. Maybe, maybe we'll only get $80 then. No, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. I only have one story on how the world is ending. Well, not the world. The world will be fine. How humanity is ending. Uh, it was a story that uh, really caught my attention. Uh, scientists, I, I just assume nobody had anything else about coronavirus, but I, I did, I did just get a message from my girlfriend that, uh, 60% of all breakthrough infections, I know Ian hates that, but, uh, in Austin are the, from the Pfizer vaccine. Hmm. Oh man, Pfizer's going to be pumped about that. 
<laughs> they, they are really are trying to. Oh, they want so, the booster. That's did right. Did you guys yeah. see that? Uh, yeah, they were like, "Hey, we want to give everybody a booster shot because we're super greedy." And the government was like, "No, thanks. Your shot works really well." And then, surprise, surprise! Three weeks later, the scientists at Pfizer said, "Well, what do you know? The the efficacy drops from." Drops by 80% after four months of our vaccine. And I went, wow, you just stumbled across that information, mm. you fucking scumbags. <laughs> Thanks for saving my life, so scumbags. <laughs> so greedy. Yeah. Well, I'd be curious if 60% of the cases are, breakthrough cases are on Pfizer, what percentage of vaccinations were Pfizer vaccinations? I mean, if 60% of the vaccinations were Pfizer and 40% were, you know, Moderna and Johnson & Johnson, then that would track. But I don't know what those numbers are. So- I don't know right. if to, I should be shocked or, you know, acknowledge math. <laughs> well, the only reason she brought it up is she got the Pfizer. <laughs> mm. But it, it might be that, you know, only 40% of the people down there got Pfizer. So it's really doing good. Uh-huh. Is that backwards? That might be backwards. <laughs> right, I think but you got those also, numbers backwards, yeah. I think I did. <laughs> but, what I, but also what I was trying to say, I'm like, well, okay, so, you know, getting getting the virus and you ha- if you have the Pfizer still meet, might mean you have no symptoms or, you know, you're not going to – the hospital, it just got through. Right. You know. You have to sniff so, us like Lindsay. Yeah. Right. So, you know, but she's right, still yeah. like- If you get the vaccine and you have a breakthrough case of COVID, you're right, Jared. It means that the virus, that the vaccine is working exactly how it's supposed to. Your body is creating COVID-19 antibodies to destroy it. So you're testing positive. And a lot of the people that um, have breakthrough cases- aren't going to get tested because they just have a case of the sniffles. They think, oh, I just got a cold somewhere. So there's probably a lot more than we think, which means that it's circulating in the population, which is why the, the Delta is, is, you know, going like wildfire. Oh, I'm convinced I'm going to get it <laughs> again. I, I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts the other day. I was in a rush mm. and um, I had to get somewhere and I was like, I really needed a fucking coffee really bad. And I got in there and hit a line. And then midway through the line, I realized I forgot to bring my mask with me. Mm. And then this guy got behind me who wouldn't shut the fuck up and was talking to every stranger who would look in his direction, wearing an American flag bandana wrapped around the head. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy's got COVID just by looking <laughs> at him and listening to him. Right. <laughs> um, and I was like, N- I'm totally going to get it. He's doing it right on the back of my neck. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably so, be okay. Like point zero zero one percent of cases, breakthrough cases, result in death. You should be fine. <laughs> it's a very small Dunkin' Donuts, which is why I was. <laughs> you weren't it, in there very long. It may Sorry. sound a little bit paranoid, but it you know it it maybe mm. isn't paranoid when you can actually feel the breath on your neck. That sounds just <laughs> kinda, not being around people that often. It sounds gross. <laughs> oh, just had a fucking chatted up with every fucking person that walked through the door. Yes. Well, was he coughing or sneezing? No, he wasn't coughing or sneezing. Mm. But the, the the way this man was dressed, I was like, Jesus, do you rent next to Bill Hall? Do you have the dumpster over from this guy? <laughs> and uh, on top of that, one of those weirdos that like, this is completely unrelated, but comes in. He's at the back of the line. He looks over at the straws at the thing and grabs, goes underneath the straw thing and grabs out new straws and fills it up. And then yells to the people behind the counter, Hey, I filled your straws up! And I'm like, what? <laughs> why? Even Don't if you did things. that, why did you announce it? Yeah, like, who the fuck? Thanks, buddy. He's just being helpful. Yes. Yeah. One of them. All right, I'm getting back to my world-descending story. Yeah, okay. sorry. That okay. was completely off the rails. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> 
Uh, so scientists way long back said, hey, you know, if this global warming thing starts, one of the big no turning back points is going to be Siberia's permafrost because if the permafrost melts, it's going to uh, uncover a whole bunch of limestone and that will release methane into the air and that will create a cycle of uh, methane emissions that it's just not going to be able to be stopped. All right. Well, this article from the Washington Post uh, tells us that in 2020, it has revealed surge in methane emissions, potentially in much higher amounts than the previously anticipated seven or 375 mile long strips of land in Siberia, where the permafrost has completely gone away. The land is exposed and exactly what they feared was going to happen is happening, but on a much larger scale than they anticipated. So, there you go. I'm not saying we should stop trying. <laughs> Shouldn't we, though? <laughs> well, it depends. Like, all of our other stories, all of our other stories are, like, heavy. <laughs> like, when you got into that story, I was like, awesome. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I'm going to go upstairs and let my son know he's never going to see his grandkids because <laughs> they'll never exist. I, it just because that th the whole idea of should we stop trying to save the planet? <laughs> well, it depends on how many humans you want to survive. Like, mm. if the answer is zero, then yeah, we we don't need to yeah. do anything. <laughs> go nuts. If uh, if however you feel that humanity should try to continue to exist on this planet, yeah, maybe we should continue to uh, to do what we can. Maybe aliens will save us. <laughs> install satellites to clean the air for us that'd be nice wasn't they just had to desalinize water mm -hmm. in a, a cost-effective way there you go weren't they worried too about um because i did hear about the methane before but weren't they also worried they're like there might be like viruses and shit locked in that ice that we've never encountered in hundreds of thousands of years yep that sounds familiar uh, yeah it's theory i don't know that they've actually you know found anything but well yeah. nothing yet but well, yeah, they've, they've gone and, and done samples and looked and saying, oh, that's a new bacteria. I've never seen that before. Mm, let's kill it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that taste like? <laughs> As Alpha says, at least we know how to make lots of masks and gloves now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to hit because I hate alternative science and pseudoscience. Uh, another case came up in my newsfeed. A 52-year-old woman got a naturopathic intravenous vitamin infusion Ooh, administered in her home. Uh, yeah, she got uh, a blood infection from it and uh, nearly died. That makes sense. So, I, again, I don't know what you're thinking, that you're going to have somebody who... I mean, this is the problem with calling these people doctors, is they actually are being called doctors. They're a naturopathic doctor. And since they have that title, you let them into your home and put something in your vein to pump you full of apparently infectious fluid. <laughs> uh, it was supposed to, what was the, there was a list. It was supposed to have ascorbic acid, magnesium oxide, vitamin B, zinc, B12, like, you know, things that sound good, except Directly there's in no vein? reason for you to pump that straight into your veins. No. I mean, if you want to take, you know, vitamin supplements and, you know, add on some botanicals, rock on. Don't pump it in your veins. What the hell? Don't be stupid. By the way, the, it has down below a list of other things, over-the-counter supplements that she was taking. Mm. It, wow. She was mm. taking everything. <laughs> she was looking for the miracle. 
Yeah, it's all for anti-aging stuff. So, mm. well, sure. as we reviewed earlier in the show, if you're this stupid, have I got a date for you? <laughs> September 18th. If you're not busy, <laughs> head on down to the Capitol. I hear it's going to be fun. They've got big plans that day. Mm. Yeah, make sure you're healthy enough for that day. <laughs> I love how they'll believe in anything but the actual shit. Yeah. Did I mention you, I would, Yeah. Yeah, that I went to my uh, general practitioner last week, and he was asking. He was like, "Did you get uh, vaccinated?" I was like, "Oh yeah." And um, I just go, I go, "How many uh, unvaccinated people are you running into?" And he was like, "Too many, mm. too many." That I, he's like, "They some people come in here and won't even let me bring the subject up. If I bring it up, they get mad and refuse to talk about it." <laughs> and we talked about that, and I'm like. So I go, so they come in here and trust you on every other medical thing you tell them, but that one particular one, they won't. And he's like, nope, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so when he asked you, you didn't say it was a violation of your HIPAA rights for him to ask you no, that question? No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Should have. We would both would have gotten a good laugh and then cried when we were. <laughs> so it, right, it, is, it, I, it, yeah, is it, when it something occurred to me? I think I read it somewhere on the internet. I don't know. Is it because people don't like being told what to do? They don't think that they have a choice, so they're acting like teenagers and balking? Is that part but, of this? But they'll listen to anything else that its doctor tells them to do. Oh, yeah. Do I, they, uh, though? I, like, I'm... I, <laughs> do they stop I, eating cupcakes every day? Meh. <laughs> I don't know. It's, because these are misinformed people who think the science is not decided on this yet, I guess. But they don't trust I mean, their all, local doctor still, their primary care physician. I mean, at some point, we all decided, hey, when you have a headache, aspirin's not a bad thing to take. Yeah. You know? It was proven. Doctors, hey, oh, you got a little pain? Take some ibuprofen. But for some reason, on this particular one, they're like, what the fuck do you know, <laughs> Dr. So-and-so? <laughs> My Aunt Jenny said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean. My Facebook ugh. friend said, My research tells me. That you're wrong. <laughs> do you do you think I could do you think that I could start a campaign saying that aspirin's bad for you and that you shouldn't take it and get people to actually fucking believe me? Sure. Yeah, all you have what, to do is somehow tie it into the hysteria going on. Absolutely. Yeah, just something like, oh, the, you know, they've been telling you for years big aspirin, but actually aspirin's got such and such in it. I'll just make them some fucking bullshit. Right. Oh, tell them it causes actually, their diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> It's not the cupcakes, it's the aspirin. <laughs> I mean, and that's the funny part, because remember, it used to be that vaccines caused autism in children, mm. right? But now, adults won't get it either. So, and they're, what is their excuse? I mean, I, I know from some people that I hear that, well, it just came through too fast. I, I don't trust it. You know, I don't know. And I'm just like, what nefarious shit were they doing? <laughs> so, it's not the autism thing anymore. So, yeah, you're right. We, but we do need to come up with something that it causes. Oh, and actually, Jeff has a very good point. Bayer is evil incarnate. So you throw that in True. there. You can get yeah. him off aspirin. Yep. <laughs> I'll say it makes you poor. It makes you bad at math. So you, you're really bad with your finances. <laughs> I am bad at my finances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I've been taking aspirin for years. <laughs> there you go. You've never seen Asian kids taking aspirin. Yeah. They're great at math. <laughs> They'll love that. Shit writes itself. Here, get on Facebook. Get to it. The reason you're getting headaches is because the aspirin causes it, which causes you to buy more aspirin. It's a vicious right. circle. Look at rebound headaches. That's what they are. Yeah. You wouldn't have headaches. Just you need to get off at least six months. You got to cleanse yourself of the aspirin. It's just like chapstick. Yeah. 
Sorry, yeah, I hate chapstick. Can, you, can we then sell them something to help them with this cleansing process? Ooh, colonics. A copper rod to shove in their butthole. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we got scientists working on it, Ian. <laughs> All right. I like where you went with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Last last thing I have uh, is a follow-up on Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. The government has seized from Hobby Lobby the Gilgamesh Dream Tablet. Now, if you remember, a- Hobby Lobby has been you know, scouring the earth looking for biblical artifacts and yeah. has been taking them from questionable sources and very, very questionable sources and putting them in their biblical library. Now, and, and yes, you're right. They're doing it just like the Nazis did, like they're gathering all the Christian artifacts. Yeah. I was just about to say, this, we need Indiana Jones to stop them. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing that I don't get, because you refer to it as this, the article refers to it as this, as a biblical artifact. And I understand that Hobby Lobby thinks it is a biblical artifact because it has the story, it has part of the story of Gilgamesh on it. And I, I get that, why they call it a biblical artifact, because it has part of the flood story on it. The problem with that whole thing is this artifact actually predates the Bible by a long shot, like Hmm. 1,500 years. And the story of Gilgamesh was a Sumerian story, and that's probably where the story of Noah came from. Noah was a stolen story. Well, just like all the Christian stories are. Right, exactly. So this is in no way a biblical artifact. It actually kind of shows you that the Bible story of Noah was just stolen. But well, for some reason, they look at it and go, oh, it's it's evidence that the story of Noah was real. Well, the names changed, that's all, over over time. So what they call Gilgamesh is actually Noah, I'm sure. <laughs> we just call him Noah. It's all about appropriating other people's culture. It's what they do. So this is proof of the flood. Yeah, see, I don't understand. I, I can't wrap my head around it. To me, this is a, it's like the whole Easter argument. Mm. It that it was a stolen holiday that you just took and overlaid your your stories over top of in order to make it Christian. I mean, and and it wasn't Gilgamesh in the flood story. It was Upnapishtim. Oh, oh, yeah. Who doesn't know that? Well, they just shortened <laughs> that to Noah. <laughs> it's easier for kids to say Noah, so that's what we mm. we changed the name to something something easier. I just I have a I have trouble wrapping my head around the idea that. This story existed way before the Bible, therefore it proves that our Bible story is true. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, th- th- it depends on who you're talking to. Some religious people say that the Bible is, you know, parable form. So it's just the, the you know, the, the retelling of an ancient story that all are just lessons. So that it, it, for some people, that would it would make sense and it would, it would track. But for, you know, literalists, and that, yeah, it doesn't really work. That's all I got. <laughs> sure. I was trying to find where the uh, where the flood supposedly take, took place in the story. In the story of Gilgamesh, Upnapishtim was survived by you know getting a a circular boat and putting a bunch of animals on it, basically his farm animals on it. And but supposedly the flood took place between like it was something like between the Tigris River and some other. There's a lowland area, a floodplain that uh, had a lot of people living in it, and supposedly. It's possible that that area flooded. So the whole story could have been based on, again, a grain of truth, but hmm. it wasn't that the whole world flooded. Well, their whole world flooded. Exactly. There's a difference. Yeah. Yes. Between the Tigers oh. and Euphrates, it's the cradle of civilization they call yes. it a lot of times. Yeah. Euphrates. That was the 
the one I couldn't think of. Yeah, I mean, anyway, so makes, yeah, go ahead. I mean, there's been civilization in that part of the world for a very, very long time. So it makes sense that the stories would, would come from there. And their world might have flooded. Yeah. But because it was in the Bible, we had to make it bigger and grander and say it rained for 40 days and 40 nights solid and the whole world flooded and it covered all the mountains. And it was just, it was bigger and more grand because it, it's related to God. So Sure. We need a bigger and grander story. So otherwise it's not interesting. All right. That's all I got. Do you guys have anything else? I'm no, being... sir. Our cat does. I don't know if you guys can hear it. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight. Hesgen gets. Wow. I messed it up. Hesgen Gixon, <laughs> Jeff, Alpha, Grinch. We appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them on our Patreon page and signing up and listening to us as we record live. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, also, I would like to I would like to encourage people to check out the soon to be named network. It's a podcasting network of which we are a member. Soon to be named network dot com. You can find all the podcasts for your listening pleasure. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you.